Stone, what time do you think the alarm went off today? Let's go with, let's go 518. Uh, I was close, 515. How about You're it? You're on it, dude. Five, that's two weeks in a row. He's come within three minutes of, Literally. Uh, of when my alarm was set. I don't know why insane. I don't set it at the same time every day, but it's always different. It's really weird. I don't know. So, you got to keep your brain on your toes. That's right. So I, I, I get up out of bed, and I'm like, oh, man, I, I'm going to go get a workout in, but it's early, and, man, I got a little little uh, tequila in my eyes still. I'm like, oh, man, tequila Sunday. Mm. Kind of maybe I overdid it a little bit. I walk outside. It was glorious. There was no humidity. There was no oppressive heat, which has been there for the last six months when I walk out of my, on my patio at 5.30 in the morning. Instead, it was a bit crisp. It was comfortable. It was rejuvenating. It was a, a, a complete reset of the senses. Boys... Feels like fall has arrived. Uh oh! It feels Uh-oh. like fall has arrived, boys. Is he saying it? Is it? So don't say this to me, and then tomorrow it changes back up. Like, I, are we still in that mid? I don't know, period? man. I looked at the forecast, and it looked like, and I don't know for next week, but all I know is this week, boys. It looks like fall has arrived. Mm-hmm. It's time mm-hmm. to grow out the beard a little bit, maybe put on a long sleeve shirt and get after it. Yeah. Oh. It felt so good. Yeah, low of 57 tonight. Oh! Tomorrow, low of 59. Ah! Wednesday, low of 68. Oh, God. Yeah, I mean, even Friday, 66. Saturday, All 61. Right, hey, like, we'll we're take here. The 60s. We're here. We've made it, guys. Um, we're, we are now going to be in the weather that you can gloat about to your friends and family up north without the stifling suffocating, mm. miserable, making you drag through mundane tasks, heat that afflicted us for the last six months. We're here, and it's glorious. Guys, we made it to fall Ooh. in South Florida. There was a heat advisory, a whole-ass heat advisory on Friday in Miami-Dade County. On, Octo- on October 13th, wow. a whole ass heat advisory, yet here today, on October 16th, we finally have broken through, and the first comfortable weather since February has arrived. Oh, I'll, be, I'll be honest with you, too. So I, uh, I was in Chicago over the weekend, and I came back Sunday morning. Yeah. So in Chicago, obviously, it was like 50s, it was dreary, it was a little rainy, so I had long sleeves on and whatnot. Otherwise known as mid-October in Chicago. Right, right. It was, pretty, it was pretty rough, and I was like, wow, this is really cold. When I travel back here to Florida, I'm thinking like, man, my outfit is not going to travel well. When I get off this plane and walk to my car, I'm probably going to be sweating bullets, yeah. it's going to be hot. Yeah. And I realized when I got out there, I was like, yo, like, I'm I'm actually really comfortable right now. Is this appropriate weather? Like I, I yeah. left and it was hot. I came back and it was beautiful. I'm I'm, I'm very amazed and I'm happy to be here. Right there's now. there's a breeze for the first time in six months. I, I forgot what wind was. So here we are. It's awesome. We outside, baby. It's so glorious. And it, it you know what? I'm in it. I want everybody to sit down for this. I'm in an exceptional mood. I'm in an, an exceptional mood. Wait, Stone. Was that Ken Levicka? An exceptional move. Is he happy? Is he content? Is he smiling right now? I mean, it, it takes a lot to, to put him in a good mood. Right, a perfect storm, I, which I think we'll get into. <laughs> a, a, a lot of it having to do with Tua Tungavailoa and the Dolphins squad. But, yeah, I mean, very rare do you hear something like that come out of his mouth. Yeah, I tell you what, I, I am in a great mood. Finally, we've broken through the oppressive heat, 
And then, and then yesterday, you have another uh, another outstanding two to Tyreek connection. Stone, can we can we can we hear this on on uh, CBS yesterday? Because not only is it two putting a dime on Tyreek Hill, big play. It's Kevin Harlan making the call, the now unofficial Dolphins television voice, Kevin Harlan. But two at a Tyreek, every time that they're able to, to pull off that, uh, that post route down the sideline, that go route, it just warms your heart. And this is what it sounded like yesterday on CBS. Two of third and six. He's 12 of 16. Land the block. He's got him. He's got him. And they get a touchdown. 41 yards. He proceeds to take a phone, do a backflip. Sick social media moment. The NFL, because they suck. They say, we're going to find you, Tyreek, but you know what? It doesn't matter. The man's just having fun. The man wants to make memories. The man wants to be an experience. And for that, I say, hell yes to you, Tyreek Hill. The Dolphins flat out take care of business. Again, they got down 14-0. That sucked. But then they were awesome. They have beaten up on bad teams, and that's fine. I'm not going to let... Bills people, Nate Geary, WGR, take me down, saying, oh, a combined record, 4-22 and of the five teams that they've beaten. Because if you beat the teams you should beat the hell out of, you're taking care of business. That's what good teams do. And the Bills lost to Zach Wilson open the year. So let's That's the thing. Let's like the you, can't, you can't throw stones. You can't cast stones when you took an L to Zach Wilson. Eagles fans, I'm now talking to you as well. An underprepared Zach Wilson, too. It wasn't like the post-Chiefs game, right. Zach Wilson, that looks like a like a you know a, yeah. a baseline average quarterback. We were talking about Zach Wilson, who was sitting there ready to get that sideline show to Aaron Rodgers on, on what was that, Monday Night Football? Yeah. That was like, Zach Wilson thought he was a spectator that night and got brought in four plays in, and the Bills lost to that guy. So, yeah, nah. What was the most glorious moment of your sports weekend? If you walked outside today and you didn't say to yourself, my God, this is glorious. Fall has arrived. Even if you love the heat, love sweating, love smelling like B.O. and sweaty crotches, even if you love that, you can appreciate the fact that today fall was in the air. What was the most glorious moment of your sports weekend? Me? It was the Dolphins once again taking care of business. First place, AFC East. Best start since 2022. Let's ride. Let's roll. Tua, upright. Tyreek, Awesome. Jalen Waddle in the mix. Raheem Mostert, he is a track star made of granite. Well, let's go. Everything's good in Dolphins world. Glorious. What was the most glorious moment of your sports weekend? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. That's 888-760-3776. Social media at KLV1063. Theo, join me in being in a joyous mood, a celebratory yes. Yes. mood. Um, what what are you reveling in, your your glorious moment of the sports weekend? Let me just read off the stat line for you right quick. Okay. Um, 12 for 27. 125 yards, a 44% completion percentage, one touchdown, one pick, and a QBR of 40. Um, Stone, does that sound like an MVP candidate to you? Uh, It does not. Okay, okay. I'm going to ask you, Ken, because this might be a guy you might like. Does that sound like a guy who you want to be the face of your franchise potentially and uh, atop the NFL as the MVP? Sounds like a guy that you probably start asking some questions about if he were to be an MVP candidate. Mr. Irrelevant, Sir Brock Purdy of those San Francisco 49ers. Um, 
it was glorious for me. I don't like to celebrate his demise. I mean, the dude comes into the NFL a bit unheralded. He, he takes over a spot, and he's been undefeated in the regular season up until last night, so I'm not going to celebrate his downfall at all. But all I've wanted to say this whole time is we've had this debate about Brock Purdy being an MVP candidate over a guy like Patrick Mahomes for these past two weeks. Brock Purdy doesn't move the needle. And we saw that last night, and we can stop all of this fake Purdy propaganda that we've been having to be forced upon because the guy's winning games and throwing the ball to the best players in the world. Brock Purdy doesn't move the needle. Guys like Patrick Mahomes, Jalen Hurts, uh, uh, Josh Allen, even Joe Burrow, they do. And that's the reason why this whole time, we, we, I haven't been saying Brock Purdy's bad. I'm just saying he's not an MVP. When he loses Christian McCaffrey, when he loses Debo Samuel, and most importantly, when his, his play caller in Kyle Shanahan is going up against his father, Jim Schwartz, things get a little shaky for those 49ers, and that's when you need to step in as a quarterback and be an improviser, be a playmaker, be a guy that moves the needle. Brock Purdy wasn't that, so we can end the MVP conversation. Thank you last night. That, that's a glorious feeling that comes over my body now. I mean, Brock Purdy did. Brock Purdy did lead them into field goal range. Yeah. That's wasn't cute. his fault. That's what MVPs do, right? Yeah, and, and you struggle and you, you get your team in MVP range. Now, what Theo's referencing, what <laughs> Theo's referencing is Thursday, right, Stone? It was Thursday when we had a, a significant debate uh, about whether or not uh, Brock Purdy was more deserving of being a favorite for Super Bowl MVP, according to Vegas, more deserving than Pat Mahomes, as deserving as Tua. We had that debate where I said, hey, Pat Mahomes, Kansas City Chiefs, Theo's team, how is he the favorite for the MVP when Tua is putting up numbers every single week? He's number one in all major categories, and if he's not, the other number one is Brock Purdy in every significant quarterback statistical category. And I said, Give those men respect, Vegas. Give them respect. Put the odds on them. Uh, Theo, he obviously stood up for his boy, Pat Mahomes, and it got a little bit heated. There was a back and forth. I had multiple people reach out and say, my God, are you guys okay? Yeah. Is the friendship broken? I said, no, we're just talking ball. We're talking shop here at noon on ESPN 106.3. This stems from that. So I'm not surprised, Stone, knowing what I know about Theo and how he has uh, a confluence of petty bones in his body. Yeah. He saw Brock Purdy yesterday and couldn't wait to come in here and try and take me off my glorious pedestal and make it his glorious moment of the weekend. So are you saying that you're still on the Brock Purdy pedestal? Uh, <laughs> I think that I'm a, uh, the pedestal, by the way, it has a loose screw. Okay. <laughs> the wind's blowing a little bit. It's become structurally uh, compromised. It's still there, but it's being condemned. Now, do any of us here, there's, there's three of us, think that he's uh, still squarely in the MVP conversation? I, I don't think he can be. Now, here's why, though. I, this isn't even an indictment on Brock Purdy. I think Brock Purdy was Brock Purdy last night. Like, he was the same guy he's been who is a guy who's benefited off of the guys around him and a guy who also benefits off his play caller. Well, two of his top three guys go out, or two of his top four, wherever you rank Kittle, in Debo Samuel and Christian McCaffrey. So he lost his best playmakers. And he had his his coach, Kyle Shanahan, who, and I jokingly said Jim Schwartz is his father, but realistically, on the football field, Jim Schwartz has figured him out more than anybody else has. Yeah, I was wondering what that was. Kyle, right, I'm glad Kyle you Shanahan, gave context yes, to that. Kyle Shanahan is now 1-9 against Jim Schwartz coach defenses. Kyle Shanahan in 10 games against Jim Schwartz has only scored over 20 points one time. 
Jim Schwartz. And it was probably in the win, the one of the, the nine. Most likely in the one win. Jim Schwartz just marched in there. Was that at San Francisco or was it? No, it was in Cleveland. No, it was in, it was in Cleveland. Cleveland. Jim Schwartz brought Kyle Shanahan and his high-powered offense in there to his house. And he once again undressed Kyle Shanahan and made his offense look below average. So when – this isn't a Brock Purdy conversation. And the reason why I felt Brock Purdy should have never been in the MVP discussion in the first place is because his numbers and his stats – are solely predicated on the people around him, and it's not about his abilities and talents. He doesn't move the needle. When his guys go out and when his coach is being outcoached on the other sideline, he's going to lose. He's going to fail. He's not going to show up like other guys can make up for the differences around him. That's why I don't think Brock Purdy's in the MVP conversation. Not because he's not good. He just doesn't move the needle. And when the other guys fail him, look what happens. Is 12 there, or 27. Is there somebody in the ESPN West Palm family conglomerate who is a Brock Purdy guy whose name we can think of? Evan Cohen. Evan Cohen. So, 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 so last night, <laughs> you know, as a producer, yeah, unsportsmanlike from six to ten, you can catch it right here on ESPN 106.3. Who, by the way, had the most awkward handshake, oh, something man. greeting with Emmett Smith. Yes, that Emmett Smith. Yeah, uh, we'll talk about that later on in the show. But yes, Evan Cohen is 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 firmly on the Brock Purdy. Let's give him some love train. Yeah, and I'm trying to, you know, as a producer does, trying to get some of the stuff together that we're going to talk about tomorrow. I'm trying to steal some content, steal some ideas from Evan Cohen last night. So I sent him a text and I said, hey. You know, where do you take in the conversation with Brock Purdy this week? I'm genuinely curious, and I need some tidbits. Well, he says, this is a great thing for him, was the first response that he gave. <laughs> At first, I questioned. And then he said he's, he's still squarely in the MVP conversation. And then I said, okay, well, I can't use any of this for tomorrow's show because I don't think that's where we're going to take it. No. Like, he more so didn't beat the allegations, and there's no more defending Brock unless he can, I don't know, prove us wrong. Who knows how long Debo now, and CNC are going to be sidelined. All quarterbacks are allowed to have... All quarterbacks are allowed yes. to have bad like, days. Yes. Jalen Hurts. I mean, that guy looked terrified, peeing down his leg in the fourth quarter against the Jets yesterday. Yeah. They're allowed. They're allowed. Okay. But you can't have what happened. He was, before that final drive, he was sub 100 yards passing, Brock Purdy. Like yeah. that's, that to me, it's tough for me to say and, and, and fight for him like I did last week seeing that. That I could also counter with it's his first regular season loss of all time. This is true. And what, you know? and what coincided with that? No Christian McCaffrey, who scored a touchdown in every but single game. But what is the equivalent of, and I don't want to devolve into this again, but what's the equivalent of losing Christian McCaffrey and Debo Samuel to Patrick Mahomes uh, in that Chiefs offense? Maybe when he lost Tyreek Hill and then won a Super Bowl. No, 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 but I'm talking about this year. Oh, if he, I mean, it'll be Kelsey. It'll be no Kelsey. Losing, and what yeah. happened when he didn't have Kelsey this year? They lost to the Lions. Uh-huh. But Mahomes still looked solid in that one, and it was because Kadarius Tony. Depends what your definition of solid. Well, Kadarius well Tony. Kadarius Tony gifted the Lions' defense uh, a touchdown. Kadari- one on of those ball that hit his hands right, squarely. Right. But then there was also a drop late in the game where Pat Mahomes. God forbid we blame him for maybe throwing it behind a receiver. Where Kadarius Tony took all the blame for his quarterback, and it's true. that's just not good leader, leadership material. This is true. What was the most glorious moment of your sports weekend? Uh, Theo non-shockingly went the petty route, yeah. so that he could win an argument with me from all the way last Thursday that Brock Purdy is not an MVP candidate, is not more deserving than Pat Mahomes at this point of the season. Brock Purdy being terrible against the Browns. That was the most glorious moment of the sports weekend for Theo. Mine is, if you're the Dolphins, just keep taking care of business. doesn't matter about who you've already beaten, what their record is. It matters that you put up that dub. Five and one on the first day of fall, according to Ken Levicka. 
here in South Florida. What was the and, and how my body feels? What was the most glorious moment of your sports weekend? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776-888-760-3776. Social media at KLV1063. Also, uh, what's making this even more glorious for me? Let's hit some breaking news here, Stone, presented by St. Lucie Battery and Tire. Breaking news on ESPN we'll get to the 1063 is brought to you by St. Lucie Battery and Tire. If your vehicle has issues with braking or other issues, get it fixed right, right now at St. Lucie Battery and Tire. For the first time in Florida Atlantic history, they will open as a top 10 team the college basketball season. Woo! Florida Atlantic is number 10 in the preseason AP Top 25. The squad that won 35 games a year ago and went to the Final Four. The AP Top 25 just released. Florida Atlantic is number 10 to start the season. Glorious. All right, let's go to the phones here. Uh, This is Flo in Boynton. Flo in Boynton on LaVica, Theo, and Stone. Hi, Flo. Hi, guys. How are you today? Good. How are you? I am glorious. You know I am glorious. It's a beautiful fall day, and the best part of the glorious weekend was watching my Miami Dolphins yeah. in person kick some ass. It Let's was a go. hell of well, a game. Well, I tell you what. They get down 14 nothing, and you're starting to feel a little bad. You're like, how is this happening against a winless team? But then the way they can just flip a switch – and they can just start rolling, get that offense churning. It makes you feel great. It was a great weekend. Yeah, I was getting a little bit worried. Like, guys, how could this be? The <laughs> Panthers suck. What are you doing? <laughs> and then there they were. They came back. And you know what? Tyreek Hill doing that flip. Good for yep. him. Yep. He deserves to celebrate. It wasn't taunting. He was celebrating, and there was nothing wrong with it. Flo, I'm into you, and you've just made my great day even better, and I appreciate you for that. Nice. I tell you what, we have a good vibe going right now. Is this part two of the year of South Florida? I don't want to start it off too early, but a top ten, you know, the Dolphins team, the Heat are getting things rolling. It's clear we ain't done yet. We're we're literally not done yet. We ain't done yet. It ain't over. No, not at all. Also, I will say in that top ten, I noticed the team knows one above them. How are you going to put the volunteers over FAU? It's okay. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. FAU still needs a little bit of that chip on shoulder. You're right. It's all right. Maybe that's the maybe that's the juice they they you know just to make sure that they keep that that chip on that shoulder yeah, a no, little bit more. You're right. Because but still, what I can do when FAU is number ten and Tennessee is number nine in the first AP top twenty five of the college basketball season, you know what you just do? Scoreboard, Sweet Sixteen, Madison Ooh. Square Garden. Yeah. Tennessee went out sad. FAU stayed another two days. Then what happened? Take down Kansas State. It's fine. Scoreboard. Scoreboard. You're right. You're right. It's fine. Hold the head to head. It's easy. That's right. It's easy. It's the easy comeback there. I'm just perplexed at the the voters. So I'll I'll have a word with the Associated Press. It's all right. (laughs) Uh, What is on this this glorious fall morning where fall has apparently finally decided to make an appearance in South Florida, at least for a couple of days? What was the most glorious moment of your sports weekend? For me, Dolphins taking care of business. It's fine. They take care of business. Let's move. Five and one, first place. Theo, his most glorious moment of the weekend, winning an argument with me from back on Thursday about whether or not Brock Purdy is uh, a more deserving MVP candidate than Pat Mahomes. Theo, to each his own. It's magical. 
Yeah, he he went the petty route. Well, with my this. team played on Thursday, so I, yeah, yeah. All right. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then the Canes got their asses kicked. Yeah, sure I had did. nothing else to hang on to. Uh, by the way, I think Mario has an assistant coach problem. We'll talk about that as well. Uh, what is your most glorious moment of the sports weekend? Eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six. Eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six. That's eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six. Social media open at KLV one zero six three. That is Theo Dorsey. That is Stone Lebanowitz. I am Ken Levicka. It is Lavica, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's Lavica, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. So again, FAU basketball top 10, the Dolphins rolling. It's glorious, man. I, I, I cannot, I cannot tell you how good it feels to walk outside this morning and not be sweating immediately. Just dreading, ugh, another hot, terrible day. Awesome. Feels great. Uh, let me tell you about Baptist Health Orthopedic Care. Are you experiencing foot and ankle pain? Need to see an expert in the field? Baptist Health Orthopedic Care is a team of foot and ankle orthopedic surgeons and specialists who are regarded as leaders in their specialty. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho to learn more today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle Join replacement spine and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho. For more information today, Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County. Through the Florida Keys, learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho. That's Baptist Health Orthopedic Care. Uh, can we, uh, since since we were, were discussing... Uh, the fact that that Brock Purdy was well flat out bad, and the 49ers they go down yesterday. Perfect season that comes to an end. Uh, the Eagles obviously had their perfect season come to an end, but uh, Dante Whitner of the uh, San Francisco 49ers broadcast team, NBC Sports Bay Area, he's had himself quite a uh, quite a week. Mm-hmm. Last week, after the 49ers blasted the Cowboys. He went full. Dak Prescott is garbage. Yeah, legit called him garbage, and did it with some like veracity. Like was almost like he had a personal issue with Dak Prescott or the Cowboys. It was a little weird, a little pointed, and very. It felt just unprofessional. It felt unprofessional. It was really, really, really unprofessional. Now, is he wrong? Uh, we'll find out tonight. Yeah, we'll find out tonight. Because if if Dak can't put up points on this Chargers defense, then it's time to have that real serious conversation. Like it's time to be like, okay, maybe they saw something when they went and got Trey Lance because they knew Dak didn't have it this year. One thing though that he was not wrong about uh, was yesterday, or he was wrong about was yesterday. He was on the pregame show, NBC Sports Bay Area. Dante Whitner, former Forty ers safety. Here was Dante Whitner's prediction. 49ers against the Cleveland Browns defense. Let's focus on the Browns defense, Dante, because it is a good, really good defense. How good is it? Well, they're young, they're aggressive, but they're Uh, pretenders. Really? Yeah, pretenders. Why? Um, When you look at the offenses they faced, it's only 32 teams in the NFL, right? 32. Yes. They faced the 16th-ranked offense, the 27th-ranked offense, the 28th-ranked offense, and the 29th-ranked offense. Today, they're going to get a full look at the best offense in the NFL. So in my book, they're pretenders. 
Let's focus on. Okay. Um, again, this, this I mean, co- that's just big wrong. <laughs> this coincides, though, with the point I made earlier about the Dolphins and how their combined record of their opponents. It's too early in the season. The sample size is too small. And if he stopped for a second and thought about the fact that maybe the Browns' defense plays into the fact that some of these offenses rank so low on that list, like, it's not like they didn't play against the Bengals. Mm-hmm. It's not like, didn't they play Ravens, the Ravens as well? Yeah. Like, they played against... A former MVP, a guy who's played in a Super Bowl. These are Pro Bowl superstar quarterbacks. They played against Kenny Pickett. <laughs> they did. They did get a chance to play <laughs> against Kenny Pickett. Yeah, he sure did. And they handled business. And Kenny Pickett beat him. Oh, Kenny Pickett did beat him. That, yeah. that, that George Pickens uh, down the sideline. I forgot about that. Yeah. Kenny um, Pickett beat him or on the slam route. Well, yeah, Kenny Pickett did beat them. But the Browns' defense has looked like they're and fine. Felt elite. Yeah, all year, they're they've fine. Been, they've been great. They're like top five in every statistical category. They're like the Jets' little brother. With I mean, a quarterback who uh, does unspeakably terrible things I off the field. I can't even call him a little brother because Miles Garrett made Trent Williams look like his oh, little brother good. yesterday all day long. Yeah. The Browns, the Browns might have they, they might have like a top three defense this year with a really, really good defensive play caller and Jim Schwartz on the sideline. And for Dante Whitner, who's a former Brown, not to peep any of that, I think it just doubles down and shows that some of these guys who are analysts, who are talking heads on some of these pregame, postgame shows, these well, debate shows. They're cheerleaders. They're either cheerleaders or they're just not actually really that tapped in. They're just trying to be entertainers. Like, they're trying to say things oh, yeah, to no doubt. bears and no doubt. tweets. He, Dante Whitner is trying to be an entertainer. Yeah. When you're calling Dak Prescott trash on. on television, when you're coming out yesterday calling them pretenders, it's... It is unprofessional, but then it comes back to bite you in the ass like this. Yeah. Now, as far I think, though, that this lends to, and the 49ers are an elite team, make no mistake, but taking care of business, taking care of business. Yes, the Browns defense, very good. Is that a game, though, the 49ers should have been able to take care of business? The answer to that is yes, mm. especially with a backup quarterback playing, okay? Um, and a mid one yeah. at P- that. P.J. Walker. P.J. Walker is Mid. He's mid. I mean, he was playing in, what, the AFL like a year and a half ago or so. He he got a start or two for the Panthers when they were in the midst of their quarterback carousel. Right. He's bounced from team to team. Wasn't he like on the Bears to start this year at yes. some point? You could have given me 20 guesses yesterday at 10 a.m., by the way, who the Browns' backup quarterback was, and I would not have been able to give you the name. I guess they— I would not have been able to tell you. Is DTR hurt? Or yeah, is, DTR's banged up. Okay, so that's that was supposed to be the backup, was the fifth rounder out of, what, UCLA, mm-hmm. um, Dorian Thompson-Robinson, but— I don't know, man. Like this, this, there were a few backup quarterbacks in the league yesterday that that kind of showed up and showed out. If, even if you're including Zach Wilson as a guy who's technically a backup quarterback, he didn't show up or show up. Well, though. That he was one, there. He I guess showed he showed up. up. He showed up. <laughs> he was there in the flesh. You're right, but he didn't exactly show out. But they looked. Good enough to win. Terod Taylor. Good enough to give the defense rest. Okay. <laughs> Zach, yeah, that's Zach, all you got to do. Zach made some throws yesterday. Zach. There were moments in that game where he needed to convert and move the chains, and he did so. So did I. My daughters have a little squishy ball, and I threw it at him in the living room. I made some throws, too, just like Zach Wilson yesterday. <laughs> Don't be oh, like come that. Come on. Zach Wilson was oh he was good he was fine Terod Taylor was good he was fine they were good enough to help their teams I, win I don't want to hear I'm willing to to say right now because I'm in such a good mood because this is such a glorious day by the way what was your most glorious moment of your sports weekend 888-760-3776 888-760-3776 I want no credit given to anybody with the Jets on that offensive side of the ball I want no credit given to anyone other than Robert Sala Robert Sala is the only one that should be getting any credit for 
for anything. And I'm even teetering on that, though, because he's the one who made the conscious decision to hire Nathaniel Hackett and, and it catered to the whims of Aaron Rodgers. I don't know what Nathaniel Hackett's purpose is. Uh, I don't know why he's there. I don't know why they dedicated a win to him last week over the Broncos. He's done basically nothing in the absence of Aaron Rodgers to help the Jets win football games. It's all Robert Sala all the time and that defense. And, and can we go uh, once again on the record? Robert Sala's job is, is beyond safe. I think he is, he's positioned yeah, oh himself. Oh, yes, yes, yes. It, and, well, as soon as Aaron Rodgers got hurt, it was safe because he had his out. And now they're really, 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 really defensively yeah, elite. He's showing why he's good. And he also did it without Sauce Gardner, without DJ Reed last night. Like, it wasn't like the Jets were at full strength. They were missing guys all over the defense. They were missing uh, their, one of their offensive linemen, Elijah Vera Tucker. I mean, and they Garrett Wilson had to leave the game yesterday at yes. one point. And they, and they beat a Super Bowl contender. They beat a mm-hmm. at almost full strength. And made Jalen Hurts look... Pedestrian. And we should uh, forget pedestrian. <laughs> he wishes he was pedestrian look, yesterday. Look at what the Jets defense have done to these elite quarterbacks. Like they had Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen uh reverting back to their college days of just throwing these 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 wishful balls up in the air that well, got Josh Allen. Off. It doesn't require the Jets defense to have Josh Allen be throwing wishful yes. footballs. Well, it's, it's true. I, but he only plays well <laughs> consistently against the Dolphins, unfortunately. After week one, I thought, you know, I was like, whoa, Josh Allen has lost it. Then he showed up in, like a Superman again um, over the past couple of weeks. And then he ran into Brian Dayball, who knows all of his weaknesses, uh-huh. and, and undressed him again on uh, primetime. But, but yeah, I, I think the Jets' defense, what they were able to do last night without their two starting corners, uh, Robert Sala deserves a lot of credit. And, and I, again, I was wrong about the Jets before the season – I thought even with Aaron Rodgers, they were going to miss the playoffs. Yeah. Now they might make the playoffs without Aaron Rodgers because of how good that defense is. They're beating contenders, and they're content. They're, they almost beat the Chiefs. Right. Uh, they lost to Mac Jones. Yeah, that was... They, and they, 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 they lost him to Mac Jones. That was more so Bill Belichick versus Zach Wilson, though. Like, Bill Belichick owns these young, immature, and in able to, like, you know... He's about to not defenses. own a job anymore. That's also thanks to Mac Jones, though. And, and if you're looking on the bright side for the Jets fans, if you're happy and you woke up, you should be because you play the Giants next week. And if you can get another win yeah. and get back in the win column, that's three in a row for the Jets. I mean, it's rolling. The momentum. And then Zach Wilson. So here's the thing, though. Do you want Zach Wilson to get confident? Yeah, you do. I don't know. You need him to get I, confident. I don't know. You like to chip on the shoulder, kind of back I, against the wall, I Zach? Think Zach Wilson might be better when nobody believes in him. Because once, because think about it, coming out of the draft, he was oh, he was the next coming of Aaron Rodgers versus Patrick Mahomes. He's he's shifty, he makes all the uh, what off platform throws. Like Zach Wilson was the second coming. We all believed in him. He was the number two overall pick, and then he stunk. And then when did he show up most this year? When it was against the Chiefs, everybody thought, oh, this is going to be the game where he really gets embarrassed. The Chiefs defense has been good, and he looked really good then, and he's looked good since then. Yeah. Once. Once he starts getting that confidence back, I, what is I think our so. definition of good though? Are, we're, we're like it's giving a, him, we're giving him like a participation yes. trophy. Like, hey, Zach Wilson didn't throw four interceptions, so good job, pal. Here's uh, here's a, a couple of orange wedges. Go enjoy your weekend. You're you're supposed yes. to play as an entire team. Like you're supposed to play off of the defense. The defense plays off of you. Like there were things yesterday that enabled them to beat the Philadelphia Eagles. That were Zach Wilson's doing. Like. They wouldn't have beat if the Eagles he contributed to the win, Bro. If he contributed to the win, Zach Wilson did about 5% of the job yesterday. No. Yeah. If that's the but, standard that we're holding him to, great. He used to contribute <laughs> to losing. He used to literally do everything in his own power to make sure the Jets lose, and now he's not doing that anymore. He deserves credit for not being an idiot. 
like, yeah, that's a good Zach Wilson game, a game in which, where in which he doesn't throw it away. Okay, so what I'm saying is we've lowered the bar yes. to that. Yes. It, don't be an idiot. Good job, Zach. You're playing good. We're going to call that good because he's playing the lowest possible uh, rung of competence at that position. That's, that's sad. That's fair. That's but what it, he's, it may be sad, but it's fair. He set the bar real low. I just don't want Joe Namath taking any of the credit. Like as I, as Joe, Namath, Joe Namath oh. uh, inspired him with his, uh, his trade him to KC declaration. Uh, what was the most glorious moment of your sports weekend? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Joe in Jupiter. Hello, Joe. Man, this is one of those times I wish he had like 10 minutes. There's so many glorious things that happened yesterday, which carries over to today. And I'm sorry, Theo. We'll get to that in a minute. I'm going to go to sports. The Cowboys didn't lose as a diehard, longtime Cowboy fan, uh-huh. for those that don't know. But the Eagles and the 49ers both got embarrassed. That's a plus. And then, of course, we're going to go to Major League Baseball. 6-0. and We haven't lost in the postseason. Uh-huh. Diehard Texas Ranger fan uh-huh. has not lost a game yet in the postseason. Uh-huh. And if you've seen our pitching and our defense, that's what wins championships along with our bats. We'll see what happens today. But I can't remember a time where a day like today is, which I'll be off work by then, where we got game two going up hopefully maybe 3-0, mm-hmm. uh, about 4.30, and then we got a Cowboy game, which is also huge for two. So it's a huge day for, for Dallas sports fans. Oof. I know I can speak for millions of others back in Texas, but uh, as you know, you're probably expecting it, Theo. But, yeah, it's a glorious day yesterday. They got one. That was, uh, oh. th- That's a glorious day for Joe. Yeah, I, and I knew it was coming. Thanks, I knew man. he was going to call in eventually. Um, we, we got our, our little side wager. It's going to be... I told him we can like do a thing where like we can choose the other person's Twitter header. He said he didn't really understand what that meant. Then I went and checked his Twitter profile, and Good. he did not have a header. <laughs> so I was like, that that uh that equates. Um, but yeah, the Rangers no, won. How about how about Joe? Joe just gets to slap you in the face on air. All right, there we go. There we Joe go. can slap me. No, he can't slap me in the oh, face okay. on air. No, I, mean, I was just trying to come up with something that people would be. What? Well, do I get to slap in. him on, in the face if if the Astros win? Sure. Let's yes. Just, let's just sign a waiver. He's going to sign a waiver. I'll sign a waiver. Say it. Now, we did get competitive eating shut down after your hot dog uh, catastrophe on July 5th. I don't know how they're going to handle how the how the legal department's going to like us uh, proposing open hand slap uh, open hand slap contest, but too we'll bad. Get, yeah, too too bad, too bad. We marched to the beat of our own drum. Damn it! What was the most glorious moment of your sports weekend? 888-760-3776. Theo has quite the effect on people. Dane, Florida State wins again, and Theo's Hurricanes lose again. Wah wah wah. I think I did that correctly. Well, why would point. you? Why would they pile on? You know what was the worst part of that Miami Hurricanes loss? Uh, Lance Guidry running out onto the field on fourth and one and getting a 15-yard penalty that set up a North Carolina touchdown. Yeah, well, that was worse for the on-field production. But for my consumption know, of the that's, game. That was the worst for me. For my consumption of the game, I was at, you know, it was post-bridal shower. I'm with my fiance and all of her friends, um, a room mostly of women. It's like 15 of them. We're watch, I'm trying to watch the game as they're still drinking and partying. And as the Miami mistakes were piling on in that second half, they kept asking me to do stuff, and at one oh, yeah. point, Theo was at a bridal shower. He attended his his fiance's bridal yes. shower in Chicago for some reason. Yeah, I mean it was uh, <laughs> it was an incredible ask, but we made it work, and it was a great time. It was a fun time. But the worst part of my weekend was watching the Canes fold possession after possession, and at one point they were asking me to do a dance. And I think it was like right after like a, a TVD turnover or something like that. They were like, "Hey, show us that one dance," and I'm like, "I do not want to dance right now. My team is getting embarrassed." in primetime television, and, I, and this is the end of our season, 
and they're begging me to do a dance. Show us that dance. Yep. What, like, what could it have even been? It was a so in Texas in Houston. There's this dance called the South Side, mm-hmm. and it was they kept they wanted me to show them the South Side. They were begging me to do it. They put the music on and everything. It just imagine though, like like read the room, ladies. I was I was trying to be TVD like, just threw a pick. You try read the room. I mean, a bridal, bridal shower on a Saturday in the fall. I mean, that's, you know. Hey, nothing quite be, like it. A college football tradition unlike any other. Be put in jail. That's a fireable offense Yeah, that's a, that's a felony. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't plan it, dudes. I, I, I didn't plan it. I didn't necessarily think I had to be there yeah, for all of the post my problem festivities. With here's my problem. You going is not the problem. Yeah. You were asked, and this was a decision to please the in-laws and the fiancé. Yeah. Totally get that. My problem is, as soon as the bridal shower is over... Your duties should be done. You shouldn't have to be sitting there taking requests for dance teaching. Yeah. Let the man who sacrificed his fall Saturday got on a whole ass plane to go up to an entire different region of the country for a bridal shower. Let the man watch football. You are done a disservice. And honestly, Theo, it makes me unhappy because I don't like when you're unhappy. Thanks. And I think that these women yeah. at this bridal shower showed a complete ignorance to your feelings. I was hurt. I was distraught. And uh, I'm, I'm ashamed to say, yes, I did do the dance. Nonsense. Oh, and wow. you did do the dance. Oh, I did the stop. A sad side. dance it, after it TVD was, threw a pick. You know, that, you know that video meme of the little kid, the That's little black soft. kid who's doing the dance in the kitchen and he's crying? Yeah. That, that was you? that was me <laughs> doing the South Side as the canes were just folding to the to the God. to North Carolina. It, it was sad. It was a sad evening for me. Uh, we have another message. Cowboys suck. Thank you. Uh <laughs> that's Theo, that's Stone. I'm Ken. It's Lavica Theo and Stone on ESPN one oh six three. From the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's LaVica, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. Uh, Stone, could you uh, could you give me a little uh, coolest moment of the week here, EDS Air Conditioning coolest moment of the week? Thank you. Time now for the coolest moment of the week. Cool. Cool, yeah. The coolest moment of the week is brought to you by EDS Air Conditioning. It is what we were talking about earlier, FAU men's basketball. They are a top 10 team. In the preseason, AP Top 25 released this morning. Florida Atlantic is number 10. It is certainly far and away the highest preseason ranking in FAU basketball history. It is the second highest ranking in FAU basketball history behind the number five they finished as in the AP last year after the Final Four. Top 10 FAU basketball to start a college basketball season, I am officially in Sports Bizarro World. It, I, I, I mean, I legitimately spent 16 years calling games in front of 45, 50 people, and now they're a top 10 basketball team to start a season. It's going to be all sellouts at Baldwin, man. Yeah, yeah. There's there's 82 season tickets left for the year, man, for the season, and those are probably going to go today. Oh yeah. So that's awesome. And that is the coolest moment of the week presented by EDS Air Conditioning. EDS is yes. Now, it's funny how we're bringing up EDS and air conditioning and AC repair on a day where finally for the first time in six months, you you might, might, when we hit the evening hours, be able to turn off the AC tonight mm. and enjoy the, the, the feel of nature in your home. Open the windows. Uh, keep the keep the doors closed. You don't want uh, you don't want uh, raccoons uh, in your in your home or any other various creature, lizards, mosquitoes, things like that. But uh, this is a great time now to get that AC checked. 
If you don't have to use it, have to use it full blast this week, you might as well get a technician out there. Get that gold plan. Have them check it out. Make sure that the ducts are all good. Make sure everything's running smoothly. And it's not just ACDDS. It's air ducts. Uh, it is air quality. It is plumbing needs. EDS does it all. EDS is yes. EDSairconditioning.com, servicing Palm Beach County and surrounding areas. EDS is yes. EDSairconditioning.com. EDSairconditioning.com. That's EDS Air Conditioning. Uh, I didn't get to you, Stone, and I apologize for this. Uh, lost in, in me being in such a great mood and feeling great about the fact that I can walk out of my home and uh, not feel overwhelmed by the weight of 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 the atmosphere against my body the sweat and the grossness it seems like fall has arrived here in south florida i'm feeling great about the dolphins just simply taking care of business uh even i, I even feel good for theo even though his most glorious moment of the weekend was being proven right about something yeah. to make me look bad uh, that's fine i feel good for theo i feel good for theo that's why i went to bat for him i think he got treated terribly at the bridal shower Thank that he uh, attended over the weekend in chicago Chicago. Um, I I failed to go to you, and for this I apologize. I I should I like when you're happy. I want you to share your glorious moment of the weekend because it makes me feel glorious when you feel glorious, Stone. So as we celebrate this day, a turning the corner of of uh, this calendar year, what was your most glorious moment of the sports weekend? Now you both know typically these kinds of things start and finish with quarterbacks. Uh, I live in the quarterback world, mm-hmm. so I always have my eyes out. Sometimes it makes me happy. Sometimes it makes me sad. But two days ago, I became very happy. We have finally found our 2023 Heisman Trophy winner and Mr. Michael Penix Jr. Just give him the award already. Give him the trophy already. It was a giant, giant win with College Game Day in town, Washington taking down Oregon. It was just cool to see all of the postgame stuff from Michael Penix. Like watching USC lose, there's no longer the Caleb Williams conversation. Michael Penix Jr., 2023 Heisman Trophy winner. It made me very, very, very happy. The kid's been chugging along. Indiana finds its way in Washington. Now they're a contender. So I'm a huge fan, and I was very happy to see him win the Heisman. What uh, What is your Indiana Who's your football sound effect again? There you go. That's pretty good. Could we – Um, my biggest takeaway from Michael Penix Jr. on Saturday, and boy, did he have a great game. And uh, oh, yeah. what a win for a second straight year of Oregon. And I think Washington uh, is, is ready to uh, make a run at the national championship. But it's what happened on Washington's campus Saturday, but it happened well before kickoff. Uh, Desmond Howard, Boca Raton resident and a star of, uh, of ESPN's College Game Day, he did something that I'm still trying to figure out what in God's name was going through his head. Um, I want to remind you that Michael Penix Jr.'s name is pronounced Michael Penix Jr. Yes. Michael Penix Jr. Make no mistake. For whatever reason, Desmond Howard decided that this was going to be badass Saturday on national television ESPN. They have a tremendous amount of trust for Michael, what he's been doing on the field. He's built relationships with the players. I tell you what, he's dealt with a lot of adversity to get here. He's grateful to be Washington's quarterback. And they know that every time he takes the field, he's going to bring that big penis energy. He's going to bring that big penis energy. He's going to bring that big penis energy. That's right, Harry. Let's go, baby. <laughs> Uh, that sucks. I. That's not funny. It's not how you pronounce his name. And he thought he did something. Like, listen to him. I, and, and maybe the weirdest part is that 
he's he's insinuating phallic uh, performance and glory. They're on a college campus and thinks he's badass for doing it. And the first thing he does after, after he, he drops the third and final big Phoenix energy, he high-fives a mascot dog. Desperately trying to get some sort of acknowledgement for what he did. Can we, can we hear Desmond Howard one more time? Big, he's, it's Michael Penix. Michael Penix. Here's, here's Desmond Howard. Players, I tell you what, he's dealt with a lot of adversity to get here. He's grateful to be Washington's quarterback, and they know that every time he takes the field, he's going to bring that big penis energy. He's going to bring that big penis energy. He's going to bring that big penis energy. That's right, Harry. Let's go, baby. <laughs> That's right, Harry. Harry's, Harry's a mascot dog. Oh, is that who Harry was? A yeah. Husky. I thought he was talking about like, oh, is he Harry the Husky? Yeah, yeah. Harry the uh, Husky. I love that. And Harry the Husky. Here's what happened here in, in my, my, my senses. He thought a chant was going to get going. He, he did. He really thought that big Phoenix energy was something. He thought that, hey, you guys want to know why it's funny? Because Phoenix sounds like penis. <laughs> I mean, you're on a college campus. I, I, I think if the delivery was, was executed a, a tad better, well, the chant could have got going. If Michael, Penix's, if Michael Penix Jr.'s name sounded anything like penis, maybe it would be funny. Yes, that's the problem. Right. That's the problem. It he sounds nothing it. like it. He forced it. Yeah. You, when you force it, the delivery is never going to be great. Right. Like You have right. to be an elite-level mm-hmm. performer, mm-hmm. entertainer, to be able to force something as... as, as right. Ridiculous as that, right. and for it to land well, it right. just wasn't good. It was I, bad. Hate, I hate to say it. Let's get to a break. I hate to say it, but you know, Pat McAfee's making it harder for everybody around him. Pat McAfee's just too good at what he does. That, and this is what Desmond Howard is it, it has fallen victim Can't to. Compete. He's trying to outshine, or at least get to the level, the content beacon of that show, Pat McAfee, and it's just impossible to do. It's not going to happen. Um, so let's just hear one more time, and you can tell the point where Desmond Howard realizes he's not going to get a chant going, and he cuts the whole thing off and decides to high-five the uh, furry dog standing next to him, Desmond Howard. Penis energy! He's going to bring that big penis energy! He's going to bring that big penis like energy! That. Yeah. That's right, Harry! Right. Let's go, baby! <laughs> and then that, 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 that laugh is like, hey, please, someone save me. Someone save me and acknowledge what I just did, please. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. That's Theo Dorsey. That's Stone Labanowitz. I'm Ken Lavica. Lavica, Theo, and Stone. We have big Phoenix. See, it's terrible. It's not. It, it's, it doesn't work stuff. ever on ESPN 1063.